away. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 116 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. I just love doing that because I love seeing Jason's face light up and smile and laugh and stuff. I can't match that energy. That's why I'm smiling. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm Glenn. With me as always is Jason. Jason, how you doing, man? I am not as excited as you. However, I'm doing well. Yeah. I got to at least <laughs> pretend to be happy. Sorry, I, I'm, I finally got my computer back and, and I'm like checking everything. And Yeah, we'll check later. We're focusing on the show now. Oh, we've got a show to record? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Episode 116 of the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. We have a podcast? Yeah, we're doing it now. We're doing it now. How you doing? How, how was your week? How was, uh, how, how was the turkey trot that you missed out on the toy show for? Yeah, that was that was good. Um, Harrison ran three point two. What is a five k? He did it in thirty five minutes. He was like in the middle of the pack, but you know he he's having fun running. So uh, that's good. Yeah. And then I had to take my wife to the airport, and that wasn't good. Yeah. Every, everyone was going to the airport. <laughs> well, it is like the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I got cut off, and this and that, and. Uh, yeah, that wasn't fun. So, yeah, yeah, yay! Airport. I missed yeah, the toy we show. Were... Toy show was all right. We uh, ended up carpooling with uh, Jordan and Richard, mm -hmm. and that you know um, that was kind of fun because you know it's fun having company while while you're making that trip. Because my wife and I were like, you know, carpooling is a lot more fun because well, yeah, because you have you can have different conversations, so you don't have to entertain two people. Don't have to any entertain each other for two and a half hours mm -hmm. um so that that was cool and uh yeah toy show it, it was a typical toy show um i think they had so we went to retro toy con in greensboro south carolina so it was about two and a half hour drive uh one way which wasn't bad uh i got to take my new car on a road trip with four people in it so that was just kind of fun to experience that get put it through its paces and and stuff um so, um, yeah, we like met up early. I told my wife was like, when are we meeting everybody? I'm like seven 30. And she goes in the morning. I was like, when else would we meet them? If this toy show starts at 10 or we want to be there at 10, we got to meet them at seven 30, you know, it's two and a half hours. So we ended up meeting, um, down the road and, uh, yeah, went to Chick-fil-A, went to the new dwarf house on 92, I don't know how much details I should give, but we had Chick-fil-A breakfast in the car. Jason Jordan was kind of like, oh, can I eat in your new car? I'm like, dude, you're an adult. He goes, I don't know about that. So, uh, <laughs> anywho, it was a good drive. Not not too bad traffic. Uh, toy show I thought was good. Uh, it was cool because, like, right when you first in, walk in, um, they were, they're scanning tickets. So, to me, 
they they had their stuff together because they had a guy walking down the line because you could tell that there was a line. So he had a scanner in his hand and was checking tickets and handed you a, a badge, not a badge, but a wristband so that you could just immediately walk in. So um, that I thought was more organized than most toy shows because it stinks waiting 30 minutes to get into a toy show when, when you're really wanting to go. And like right as you walk in, the 501st were there. So they were interacting and they were being cool. And, uh, you know, they were like, we need to see some identification. Like, you don't need to see my identification. We don't need to see his identification. So he was they, the 501st. They had a couple of scout troopers. You know, I asked them if they saw a little green guy uh, and they were like, no, I'm, I'm looking for him. So let me know. Um, but anyway, it, it, you know, and they had a lot of cosplay there, which kind of like uh, I didn't realize that there was a Justice League cosplay group. The Wonder Twins were there. So wow. that was kind of interesting. There's, there's something for everyone. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me. And um, but anyway, back to the toys. That's what people want to hear about. Um, there was a good selection of Star Wars, high end and low end uh, beater figures. Uh, they had a few guys selling, you know, tubs of beaters for like five. You're talking bucks vintage. Yeah, vintage, vintage beaters. And they also had. Uh, I don't know if they'd be TVC or modern Power of the Force two that style. Um, because I, I don't know the difference of vintage collection and TVC or that's the same thing, TVC vintage collection, but, and you got the saga collection, you got the power of the force two stuff. I think all that was sort of just modern stuff was in one big bin and people were selling those, um, open. They had some, a lot of box stuff, but it was open. Uh, the pricing still, I think was a little high. But there were still deals to be had if you if you looked. The the things I looked for is for some reason, I don't know why, but I want a first appearance of Gambit comic book just because I like Gambit, but I don't want to spend two, three hundred dollars on it because I don't collect comic books and it would just sit in a corner somewhere. Um, so they had a guy that had a few, they had a bunch, it's probably like five or six different ones of those ranging from 200 bucks up to five. And I'm like, why? Well, uh, and then the guy asked him if he, Huh? Starting to interrupt, but there is a rumor just just to let you know that uh, Ryan Reynolds is trying to get Gambit in Deadpool three. So um, cool. you might look back on this day and say, "Oh, I wish I got it for two three hundred dollars." Yeah, that's just probably why they're going warning. up. Yeah, that's probably why they're going up. Um. So anyway, but yeah, and then it's the guy from Magic Mike. I think that they want to play Gambit because that rumor's been floating around a while, huh? Channing Tatum. Yeah. So, hey, if Gambit can get in Deadpool 3, maybe I, I do need to go buy that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably be kicking myself. But I don't do comics. So what's the point? And uh, what else? Oh, the thing I got, I've got it over there. But, you know, the Gentle Giant, San Diego Comic-Con, Thrawn, the big one. Yeah. Somebody had one. And uh, I was talking to him. They had a price on it. And I kept telling Mandy, you know, that he's like, oh, I'll come down off of it. He wanted $150 for it. And it was an $80 figure to begin with. So uh, this is the big, big, basically a vintage, a vintage version of Thrawn, but it's 12 inches tall or something. It's, it's the jumbo. You know, it's freaking huge. Mm -hmm. um, so I talked to him a minute. He gave me a price. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't have that much cash on me. He wanted, he gave, he knocked it down to like 130. And I'm like, I got $100 cash on me. And he just kind of poo pooed it. So I told Mandy about it. 
And then about an hour later, I turn the corner and she's grabbing it. And I'm like, she's like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, yeah, no. So that was my Christmas present, but it's sitting in the back of the room. (laughs) So I'm assuming she's still, I mean, they only made 750 of them because I confirmed that after we got home. Uh, Cause the guy was like, Oh, they only made 750. And then when you look them up, it was like a premiere. It, you had to be like a premier member or something with gentle giant to even get one. So I don't know if it was a San Diego comic-con or a premier member, but anyway, it was a very limited edition thing. Yeah. So to get it for only $20 more, it, I think that uh, that's a steal. That was probably the steal of the show, but, and he also had a ghost Lego and I didn't ask him how much he wanted for that, but, I said, do you have the Phantom 2? He goes, I got it in a box at home for $250. I'm like, uh, uh, no, uh, you can keep it. But mm. AFA was there, picked up some cases from them because they always run a good uh, – they run like two for 25 whenever they show up yeah. for a show. Yeah. Just as a, I guess it's as a cost leader to get people in there to you know, see their stuff and, and talk to them. Um, our buddy Blake. Something. Yeah. Our buddy Blake was there and then Marcy. I was surprised to see Marcy there because she normally doesn't do, she does the bigger shows. Uh, but I don't know. I guess she was like, I couldn't do last year because I was sick, but I'm here now. Hmm. Uh, so that was cool to, to chat with them. And I saw Skylar. Our buddy Skylar was there. I saw, oh, yeah. uh, well, uh, I, I want to say a life his day name. card last week. Yeah. He was, he said, thank you for the life day card. Good. So he said he's going to try to make a meetup, but he's in, he's an ag teacher. And he's like, my weekends are, I'm always doing ag stuff. And I'm almost like, what's ag? He said, agriculture? What's oh. agriculture? Like FFA? What's FFA? I'm like, that jacket I have in the in downstairs. She goes, oh, you were cool. I was like, yes, I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I saw, I guess another guy, I think his name was Wayne, but his last name was Honey. I'm like, dude, I'll remember your last name, but I will not remember your first name. So uh, we taught you. So he's a listener too. And uh, hi, Wayne. But he's hi, like Wayne. a, huh? Hi, Wayne. Well, you hey, got me Wayne. on speaker I, got, or something? No. Because there's a delay. I do have the speaker. Is there a delay? Yeah, I can hear myself talking. Well, then hold on. Well, hi, Mr. Honey. Yes. I, at least I know. He said, you, yeah, you'll remember my last name before you remember my first name. I'm like, good, because I'll be able to at least call you by that and you can correct me. Uh, so I saw him. So, yeah, it was a, all in all, it was a good trip. Tony was there. We got to hang out with Tony. Did he say anything about bit. last week's episode? He said he wanted to buy a shirt to uh, buy a shirt to say that, hey, look, I'm Tony. And I said, dude, like five people will get it if that. <laughs> I, I said, don't Tony. waste. I was like, don't waste your money, man. And uh, yeah, we were. I was t- trying to talk to Jordan a little bit about it, and uh, he's like, dude, I haven't listened to like the last four episodes of the show because I'm so behind on Andor, and I don't want to. I don't want to miss anything. And then, of course, I'm like, uh, started talking about not swimming, and I went, oh shit, hold on. <laughs> yeah, bite that tongue. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> bite it don't talk about that yeah so we, we don't got... talk about swimming no no <laughs> oh, no oh, we my... don't talk about swimming sorry yeah no but uh yeah i'll talk we, we had our grandson last weekend and we watched that sh- whatever in canito or whatever Encanto. Encanto, and like the very like first five minutes of the movie 
oh, they're, they're already talking about Bruno because they're like, we don't talk about him. And so it's like a major foreshadowing that you totally missed the first time seeing the movie. But, yeah. You know. my, my daughter had a concert this week and they sang songs from around the world. So it's like songs you don't know and it's songs in other languages. And then finally they go, this next song from Encanto by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I'm like, ooh, I might know this song. But then they pick one of the songs that's it's bilingual. Uh-huh. And it's not any of the first half of the movie. It's like the last half, which is like the less popular songs. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you picked the wrong song from a canto. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yeah, move along. But uh, yeah, it was a good show. We talked about, you know, like I, like I said, I thought the prices were a little bit high. But if you looked, you could find deals um, there. Like the the uh, this is the thing that just just so you could kind of get a feel for pricing the the halloween clone trooper mm-hmm. with the skeleton yeah they were all over the place for 50 dollars, and i was like why <laughs> you know why are you trying to sell this thing for 50 bucks well now we know why we didn't see him on the toy shelves the scalping assholes got him right and and blake wanted one and i said dude I, i'll look but he wanted to pay like 25 30 bucks and i'm like I, the yeah. only ones i'm seeing are 50 and he was just like, you know, forget that because I don't want to pay that. And I don't blame him. I'm the same. I would have paid 30 maybe just to get that itch, just to scratch that itch of, you know, buying something at a toy show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Jordan kept looking at these turtles and he kept going back and going back and going back. And uh, Richard looks over at me. He goes, we've been here eight times today. And then I go, he does this every Friday night. And my wife just looked at me. <laughs> Do you at least get the reference? I don't. <laughs> I'm lost. What is that? She will be mine. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's from Wayne's World. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got it. I'm on board. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he just kept going back to this one booth. And and uh, the one, the, the booth that was there had like a, a poncho Leia men on card and the card was a little wavy but other than that it was unpunched it looked great uh they were only wanting like 150 for it and richard looked at me he goes you passed that up i go it was 150 bucks he goes no dude i heard 50 so i'm like i gotta go talk to him because 50 bucks i'd pick it up but they were wanting 150 and uh you know if i collected men on cards i'd have picked it up just because it was that i thought it was that good of a deal i would have done it yeah because you could have put it in a in a acrylic and it would have fall you know laid out real nice yeah homeboy was like put it in a star case like, f star cases man put it in acrylic yeah fa acrylic yep or cas or Ian. we're or doing Ian. all three of them yeah whichever one's in front of you at the time yeah yeah that's the one thing tony was like I, i'm gonna throw 200 dollars at afa and be like sorry ian <laughs> yeah i'm bummed that i missed out i just tell my wife i was starting to feel fomo uh, but it is what it is. I had a lot to do getting ready for the Thanksgiving and the socials. So yeah, it's not like I could have gone. That's about how I feel. It's like we had a lot to do because apparently our windows came in. But I don't know. We don't have a date yet, but the windows are here. So, you know, it's getting close. And my wife's like, I don't know if I'm going to go because I've got a lot to do. And I was like, oh, well, we'll worry about it on Sunday. So. And I told her at breakfast this morning, what's going to happen is we either going to have a schedule that we either going to have a date next week or it's going to be next year. 
know on my neighbor because he'll look yeah. at it and be like, yeah, we'll just get it next year. And then we're going to be like busting butt to get all this stuff done for not nothing, but we've had to add a little bit more time. Uh, let's see. This week I printed a, I was trying to get Gentle Giant scale, like your Thrawn. Mm-hmm. They made a salacious crumb that was like a holiday special one. Yeah. With a Santa hat and all this stuff. And I found uh, 3D files online for uh, Salacious Crumb and I printed that out. And so now I have like a 12 inch scale Salacious Crumb. I've painted them and everything. But I think this might be the last thing I print off of that printer because it's not printing anymore. That stinks, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's been printing nonstop. I printed a Shore Trooper helmet. I printed a um, BD. What is that thing from Jedi Fallen Order? We have to put that together. My son printed that. Oh, the the robot? The robot droid, yeah. Actually, we probably should put that together this week so we have it for the social just to show it off a little bit. Um, Nothing motivates like having a deadline. So, I mean, it's (laughs) been sitting in the garage for like weeks. So it's like, let's finish it this week and we'll have it. I need the garage. Get it together. Oh, the garage is not going to be available for the social. I'll tell you that right now. There's too much stuff in there. It's not fun. It's a, Uh-oh. yeah. I'll have to dedicate like a year of my life to finish that. Oh, damn. Um, Yeah, it's just become storage. So anyways, uh, printed all those name pills. I've printed uh, the Cantina, which is like 99% done. It's nice. like frustrating that it's so close yet. I should say it's 99% done to a stopping point because there's a third alcove that I could print. Um, I printed the R2-D2 dome. I uh, tried printing the Camtono, which is just a complete mess. I can't even figure out how to put it together. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it was a beginner printer. It's not like a brand you can get from like Micro Center or Amazon. It was on a it was on sale when my wife bought it, and it's a good introductory printer. And I've learned a lot. And we were looking at other smaller printers mm-hmm. to replace it. And I'm like, I, I'm not a beginner anymore, and I don't want a beginner printer. So we're gonna have to save our money and find something that's got a bigger bed plate, so I don't have to do like the 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 smaller prints that I glue together and then try to hide seams and stuff. So looking forward to next year and having a new printer and then finishing, finishing, finishing the canteen and getting to that point. But for now, let's take a moment of silence for my 3D printer. Burr, burr, burr. But I did get right out of year, right? Lasted right out of year. Yeah, right out of year. These are supposed to last three to five years, but it's I don't know. But you beat it like a it it printed nonstop for 24 hours for (laughs) almost a year. So it's like I get it. (laughs) I've (laughs) I've uh (laughs) I've been I went hard on this thing. So Jesus. Because I would finish something and then I'm just like that that creative guy i'm like i got this other idea i got to do this and then i would print that and so sometimes i would have like three different print jobs that i'm thinking about doing so i'm like let's get done with this one so i can move on to the next one i, mean, I even i even have a i was like we had talked about i don't know if I, you can see this but we had talked about me making like um fake nintendo games oh yeah this is a fake nintendo cartridge it's too small but i wanted to see what it would look like 3d printed <laughs> Um, I never got around to finishing the super collector idea, so I don't know. Anyways, I mean, 
they had somebody selling something similar to that, but I don't I don't know if they were they made like nightlights out of them. It looked like I just kind of walked by real quick. There was a lot of video. There was like probably three or four video game sellers, which is the first time I saw that at a show. Yeah. But uh, somebody that's, had, huh? That's going to get more and more popular. Yeah. I think that's the next thing. But uh, somebody had turned some of those into what looked like nightlights. So I don't know if they had taken the guts out of one or 3d printed them or what. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a brick, why not do something creative with it? Yeah. You can't play the game. Cause some nope. of those connectors, I've seen people like restore them. You have to open it up and those connectors erode. I mean, we're talking how old are these things now? 40? They're about 40 years old, 87. So we're getting close to 40, 86 for like Nintendo. Um dude, it's crazy how old that it it blows my mind, dude. And people collect them. Yeah. I still have all of my old stuff. I wish I, I still did. have my Nintendo. I kind of wish I did, but I only play one game. So what's the point? Which one? Madden. Oh, okay. I, I play Squadrons a little bit, but, and I've tried playing like the open world games, but I get so frustrated because you don't, you could work play for a half an hour and yeah. all you're doing is walking from point A to point B. And then when you pause it, you're back at point A. So it's like, yeah. why? There was this TikTok account, uh, Syracuse History, which just goes through the city and shows like stuff from the 80s and 90s. And I mean, even before, I mean, some of the houses in Syracuse have been there for a century and they they showed this dead mall that's about to be torn down called Shopping Town Mall. Uh And I distinctly remember my mom ordering The Legend of Zelda from like a JCPenney's catalog and we were picking it up from that mall. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was just like kind of memory triggering. It's like, what? Where did this come from? Anyways, yeah. the other thing I got this week was um, I got the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, in not in his Jedi robes. Um, he's in white. I guess it's the, the version we first see him in. Uh-huh. I popped the head off and I swapped that out with the Nolan shield that I got. Yeah. And so he's in the cantina. I tried popping the hands off, but the cantina band, I think, have unique hands where it's like a sphere on top of a, a peg. And you can just pop the hands on and off, whereas Obi-Wan Kenobi has, um, I'd say, more like a disc in his palm. Mm-hmm. So the hand goes up and down in addition to turning. And the Nolan Shields, they just um, they just turn. They don't like go up and down. And I think what they do is that that joint, the sphere and the, the, the peg, they have um, kind of like a an anchor you know how the anchors have like little pieces that come out so when you i'm trying not to make this <laughs> adult but when you put it in the hole like there's see here we go there's there's it, it just is funny because you're uncomfortable yeah there's little <laughs> well i'm walking on eggshells because then you're gonna start giggling um that's why i'm uncomfortable but once you get get it in there it doesn't come out because there's a like a uh, a stop thing there that's preventing yeah. it. It goes in, but it doesn't come out, and so I I can't. <laughs> well, you could just paint them green and say "eff it." And... No, they're they're pale. They're like human color, but they're a little bit bigger and they're a little bit more defined with like the knuckles and stuff. So, oh, okay. Um, but it's fine for what it is. I mean, people will see that and they'll be like, "What's this guy in out of costume?" Like, well, you need to look at this scene with Moth Tech right there and. You'll see that there is a 
there's the manager of the band. So I have the Greedo from the Kenner Greedo standing on the bar top with his hands up, like holding a, a cup. Right. And then the other one, this new Nolan Shield guy, he's on the ground with his hand cup up, like they're getting a little bit rowdy. I initially <laughs> wanted to have them like with one with their hand up on the bar top. And the other one have have his hand around the shoulder with his cup up, like they're two drunk dudes on the bar having fun. Uh-huh. Um, but that wasn't working. So one's on the bar and the other one's not. Yeah. Well, all we all we have to do is stick Narayan on him and he can show him the video or the yeah. pictures or whatever. Speaking of Narayan, did I last week um give him credit for the idea of the life day cards? No. All right, I want to make sure I clarify that because I don't know if he doesn't. I, I, he has to remember because he's got such a photographic memory. But last year, late in December, maybe he got a, a holiday card from uh, 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 Rancho Obi-Wan or something. And he's like, we should do life day cards. And that thought is stuck in my head ever since then. Yeah. So even though I did the heavy lifting, it wasn't my idea. It was Narayan's idea. And I just want to put that out there in the universe. It doesn't matter to anyone, but I want to make sure credit is given which credit's due. Right. So moving on. Moving on. Move along. Move along. Oh, I do want to kind of go back to the 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 toy show. I round the corner and I was like, I know that there's a dude on his phone, and I'm like, who is that guy? It was Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, a wrestler. They had a bunch of wrestlers there, and it's kind of sad oh. to see them. My wife was like, "Yeah, I got back there. They had uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you know he's he's known for like going oh, you know USA and all that stuff." And she goes, "Yeah, some dude was taking a picture with some little kid, and he started yelling, and I just had to leave." I was like, "That's probably Hacksaw." Huh. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling was a thing I never got into as a kid. Like I'd watch a couple of like the Hulk Hogan's and Macho Man Randy Savage. I never really got into it. And then when I heard that it's completely fake, I'm like, why bother? Like, this is not. And it, it's kind of surprising that that's such a highly collectible thing. Like, I don't hear people talking about WWE mm-hmm. or what's the AWE? AEW. AEW. But those are highly collectible figures. People are chasing after these things. And it's just weird that you don't. I Maybe it's just my siloed self but i just don't hear people talking about wrestling yeah i i I think it's i'm starting to see them start to make a comeback i'm also seeing like oddball stuff like bucky o'hare you'll see somebody that picked up a bucky o'hare collection and you know it it it, i think the oddball stuff is starting to make a comeback because everybody's collected everything else Hmm. so you're 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 like skeleton warriors or it, it just it it's starting to become an interesting time in collecting because I, I think people are getting bored with like the Star Wars and the G.I. Joes and they're like, I can't afford that. So let me start another collection that I can afford. Yeah. Like the nostalgia, like you were saying, nostalgia, Maybe. whatever, yeah. whatever gives me joy, I'm going to start collecting. Yeah. If I were to start a second collection, it would be of Legend of Zelda stuff. Is there enough stuff? Yeah, there was all the 80s stuff. There was posters, and I have a Nintendo Power magazine downstairs with that, and um, I'd get, like, the figures. Like, there was, before he turned into an anime character, he was, like, a, a animated, um, uh, like, a Disney kind of looking guy. Mm-hmm. And so I'd want that kind of stuff, because he did change over time. But anyways, Link, 
what I'm about link. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I don't mean to keep jumping back, but I, I don't keep care. remembering stuff. Go ahead. Yeah. You got something else? No. I'll remember something again later. Yeah. I also got notification this week that my Black Series Admiral Akbar with Kenner Decos shipped. That should arrive tomorrow. Nice. I'm excited about that. They had the Carbonized TIE, TIE Fighter Pilot and the Emperor Royal Guard 2-pack sell at Amazon for $70. And those are Black Series? Black Series scale on the vintage <sighs> card back. But the, that's a $35 figure. I, I don't think it, so. Yeah. I mean, per figure, they were $35. If you're buying two for $70, the math works. Well, but they were $35 when you no, were at no. the thing? No. No, and I asked the question, are they doing a regular release? Because I like that card back look, as we had talked about last, last week or the week before. But for 70 bucks, forget it. I can't afford that. And like this could easily, quickly become the death of a line. TVC Boba Fett that went out. And initially, the price was 20 bucks on that. And then when it... And then, so they initially said it's going to be released Wednesday. And then Wednesday came and people were like, where's the link? And then... Hasbro came out and said it's the following Wednesday for 20 bucks. And then the time came to pre order it, and it's 22 bucks. So we've seen TVC go from 12 to 14 to 16 to 18 to 20 to 22, like all within two years. Yeah. I'm not paying 20 something dollars for that Boba Fett. That's a lot of money for another repaint. Yeah. I ordered one. But <laughs> dude, I paid that much for the black. No, I the black series I paid I paid up for just because it was very, very limited edition. But yeah, like the prices have gone way up gone up too much too soon. And I worry about this negatively affecting the line where they will stop producing stuff or they'll just they're not gonna stop producing stuff, but I think people are gonna start slowing buying the stuff, which will force Hasbro to do something. Yeah. What um so here's what, just speak, speaking, speaking, uh, you know, we're talking prices and stuff, but there's like guys at the show that are selling because they had somebody had the, the Mandalorian Christmas thing. He's selling that for 25 bucks, which is retail. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't understand. Are people like buying stuff thinking they're going to make money or are they just get, are they able to get stuff um, wholesale? You know, a little hope, you know, just somebody able to, to trick Hasbro and buy stuff wholesale. I don't know. You have to be, you can do that, but usually those shops are a little bit more expensive than retail because they have to pay a little bit more because they're not a Target or a Walmart, which they pass along to the collector. So like when I was up in Syracuse, I could buy a figure in Target for 20 bucks, or I can go down to the comic book shop and get it for 22 $23. They just kind of pass along that. Yeah the collector so it is possible but i would expect it to be more than 25 yeah it kind of was shocking to me and i mean but all his prices were like all that that certain guy's prices were within a dollar or two of retail which i thought was more than reasonable but he didn't have anything that i wanted mm -hmm. doggone it i don't have that doc but never mind somebody had a doc uh funko doc brown 1950s doc brown and i didn't <laughs> have it not the funko the uh red the three and three quarter yeah. guys but then again, it's $20, and it's hard to pay $20 for a three-and-three-quarter figure. Yeah. What was the other thing? Oh, the uh, two-pack. 
IG88 and Dengar from from Amazon. It was a retro collection that went for twenty seven dollars on Amazon, which I pre ordered. But, uh, but I like, just I don't know. Vote with I your did. wallet, Jason. I did. I didn't. I didn't get the carbonized troopers. I got Why? what I wanted. Yeah, that those carbonized. I don't know. I thought there was a big enough backlash on those that they wanted. They would have stopped making them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, especially for 30, 35 bucks a figure. Yeah, that's outrageous. It's outrageous. But then I also saw like the carbonized or the credit collection Ahsoka that that was there. That that looked okay, but all these repaints are killing it, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating. It is frustrating. It's not kind of frustrating. It is frustrating. But. Yeah, because it just. But I mean, they're trying to make the, you know those molds are expensive, and I could understand it. I mean, I don't know. We're the idiots that keep buying it, so if we're going to keep buying it. They're going to keep making it. Well, I didn't. I didn't buy the carbonized stuff. And, and I'll give you a gold star for that, Jason. Thank you. I want a parade. I don't want a gold star. I want a tinker tape parade. All right. Well, then I'll I'll give you one uh, next Friday. Sean Moy- Sean Moynihan in the Empire Group with Mark Rusciano and his M Rush Productions put together a holiday special online watch thing. Uh-huh. It was to benefit Toys for Tots. So for 25 bucks, you would be given the link and you can watch the holiday special with a bunch of people. And there was a chat. Um I've sat through the holiday special, but I don't know if I've actually paid attention to it. I think uh-huh. when the cartoon comes on, I kind of snap too and like, oh. This is the part where I want to see what a trippy show <laughs> you've got nine minutes at the front end of Wookiees just growling at each other. It looked at one point that Lumpy was about to jump off of his balcony and kill himself. You've got grandpa watching adult programming like on a VR <laughs> headset <laughs> No wonder why George Lucas. George Lucas had a problem with Han Solo shooting first because he thought Han was acting in cold blood and decided to add Greedo shooting. Right. No wonder why he had a problem with the holiday special. Not to mention how challenging it could be to watch. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But you've got a grandpa Wookiee watching... Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> Mandy, when, when it was playing in the uh summer social, because Narayan will keep something running in, in his uh yeah. theater room, and she was like, I just had to get out the heat, and I came in, and there was this Wookiee watching watching adult entertainment. I was like, she used the other word for it, but corn was watching corn, and I was like, what? What is this? I'm like, that's the holiday special, babe. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. And it's just like sometimes it's the small things, like when uh, an Imperial troop walks into, uh, an Imperial officer walks into the Wookiee's house, he's just walking around and looking at things. Mm-hmm. And he'll come close to the camera. And I'm being quiet on purpose right now. Why? Because the whole thing comes to a stop. All the action, you're just looking at a guy looking. <laughs> there's no drama, there's no conflict. Yes, he's Imperial, but that doesn't mean that there's conflict. Like, it's mm. just... And then they go upstairs and they trashed his room, uh, Lumpy's room, and it's 
I'm like, I, I need to finish it because I didn't watch all of it. Damn, I've never it even. Seen... It was ten o'clock and uh, on a work night. I was gonna say school night, but work night, and I got to get to bed so I can get up and go to work. Yeah. It was fun watching watching it and and watching the comments come in and, but I mean, man, that's tough. That's tough to watch. Yeah. That's why it's not bad. It only played once. I remember they there's a, a episode of the Goldbergs where Adam like finds a bootleg copy of the holiday special and he's just all excited about it and he watches it and it's the same reaction. Like, what the hell is this? Why did I buy this? This is crap. Yeah. If it wasn't for the, the community watching it with me, I probably would have not watched it all. <laughs> is it as bad as a caravan of courage? I would say it's worse. <laughs> I would rather watch Caravan of Courage because it, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's tough. We still have to watch Battle for Endor. I know. At least it's still, is it still on Disney Plus? Yeah, it's still there. I'm excited about Willow. I'm excited about, I saw someone talk about the season finale of Endor and they were saying it's phenomenal. So, hmm. That's on Wednesday. Yeah, and and Luthen with his red laser, you know, was that a red kyber crystal? Was he one Sith? Um, I, I doubt he's Sith, but I'm I'm interested to see because he does have the kyber crystal that he gives Andor. So I mean, it Narayan did come up with or somebody Narayan came up with the theory. All right, spoilers, spoilers. So Jordan, you could stop listening now unless you've caught up to Andor. But um, anyway. Narayan had a theory that he was Jedi at one time, or at least knows some of the force, or maybe he was a guardian of the wills or something. But yeah, that red lightsaber thing was kind of crazy coming yeah. out of the ship. And StarWars.com, yeah, like the whole his whole that whole sequence, like you would expect a Jedi to kind of perform those maneuvers. Like you, I expect Anakin Skywalker to be piloting that thing the way he was operating it and, and reacting. And there's more than meets his eye. <laughs> now, now, you know, we were talking the little bit. We talked about Andor yesterday. We did talk a little bit about it, but would you, cause this would be up until now. Or, you know, as far as the, you know, we haven't seen the last episode yet. There has not been a quote-unquote lightsaber. And this would be the first time you'd have a Star Wars series without a lightsaber in it. Would you consider that light? I want to consider that a lightsaber. No, I mean, would you consider the Death Star laser a lightsaber? No. I did see someone um, kind of speculate that he had that club looking thing when he walked into Saw Gerrera's place and he's like either take it or give it back or something like that right and there's people speculating that might be his lightsaber because it's not his cane it's his cane not. looked it different cane. okay yeah so that might be interesting to see we'll see uh, hopefully it would be cool to see one Star Wars thing without a lightsaber and I think that's sort of it's been the blessing and the curse of Andor uh, because people are like, I don't want to see lightsabers. And then when you give them a show without lightsabers, they're like, where's the hell's the lightsabers? And it's like, well, is it this what you wanted? So it would be interesting to see something without lightsabers in it. Following at, up least, with... oh, go uh, at least let's get through this season. Yeah. Because I have up... a 
I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a feeling Darth Vader's lingering in the shadows and it won't no. be long before he shows up. I don't think so. I think Vader's used sparingly. And it seems like the Inquisitors are the ones that go out and do all the work. Mm-hmm. And Vader is um, the muscle when he's absolutely needed. And I think we would see Inquisitors in, in Andor before we would see Vader. Yeah, that would be badass to see some Inquisitors in this. Because like when they were stealing the Death Star plans, you don't send an Inquisitor for that. You send Vader because he's the one that's going to get crap done. Right. And Vader can't be everywhere all at once throughout the universe. So I think we would see, like I said, an Inquisitor before we see Vader. But um, finishing up our conversation last week with all the speculation, uh, StarWars.com interviewed Andy Serkis about joining Andor. Uh-huh. And he said that he was very like, he had a lot of trepidation joining because he didn't want comparisons to Snoke. He said, I was slightly trepidatious because when I came into it, I was thinking, oh, no, no. The Snoke theories are going to go <laughs> crazy. Is this Snoke? Has he come back? <laughs> <laughs> Which just played into <laughs> my my worries. I, Jeez. So it sounds like from an actor's perspective, uh-huh. when he approached this character, he didn't approach it as... I'm going to one day be Snoke. He approached it as a completely different character. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean he doesn't get torn apart and put back together genetically and become Snoke, which could be two different characters. And from an actor's perspective, it could be fine. Anyway, so I don't want to beat this dead horse anymore. Uh, we could still beat it up a little bit. But no, no, no. We're good. I, I Yeah. I, I, we'll all have different perspective next week. Our next yeah, show, because I, I don't know. I'll be out of town for Thanksgiving, but uh, we'll have to figure that out. And then the following week is the winter social, so. Yeah, it'll be a fun couple of weeks to record. Well, maybe we, yeah, we'll figure it out. I can find a guest host. Yeah, if, if you, you want to do it. No, well, or we do it on Monday. Whatever. Okay. Whatever, man, you figure it out. Let we can do know. Monday. Yeah. Uh, what else? Because we're about 45 in. Is there any other news? Is there anything you're looking forward to? Is there anything you want for Christmas? No, I just want to make sure I put on a good fun time. Um, you know, we're not doing karaoke this year, but uh, I have printed, you might know, like last year we did the scavenger hunt with the Kenner logos. Uh-huh. I printed some GASWC in the same style. Nice. But I don't want to do the scavenger hunt with them, so I'm thinking about doing text trivia you think everyone's gonna have a phone where yeah you know, like i could say here's my phone number here's a question first person to text this in wins one of these or would you would you just announce it or would you just shoot a text out i would announce it i'd be like all right everyone pay attention get your phones ready pull my number up here's the question first person to give me the correct answer wins a gaswc or you could just yell it out like Lewis did that one time. You could just, or what I, 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 I don't. I like having the phone so I could be like, see, Lewis is first. <laughs> if you want to put up with the BS of, of that, go for it. What, what BS do you? I don't mean BS. I just think it would be uh, a pain in the butt versus going, everybody stop what you're doing. Here's a question. Yeah, I would do it every half hour. Yeah. So people know it's coming. Starting at 536, 637, 738. 
Yeah. And then right now they're just white, so I can keep them white, or I could try painting them to kind of like the Disney keys, how they have different themes. Like I could paint one to look like Chewbacca. I could paint one to be like the Kenner Blue. I could paint one to Luke Skywalker-ish. Dude, it depends on how much time you got, man. You only got a week. Huh? I got two weeks. Is it two weeks? Shit. Two weeks and uh, five, like four and a half days of vacation. Awesome. Yeah, because of Thanksgiving. I mean, I could do one a night. It doesn't have to be like all at once. Right. I don't know what what's what would be more attractive to you, like a uh, blue, GSWC, I... a peach one. No, I think doing the themes, you could do it if you got no. time to rock a theme on each one. Do it. All right. Because then you, I mean, because then you would be at the point now if somebody got one theme and they want another theme, maybe you can induce introduce some trading on that front. Yeah. Uh, It'll be a challenge because I mean, like, you're talking about a narrow, thin line, and so it's like, how do you make that Luke Skywalker theme? Oh, um, I guess I'd have to look at the Kenner at the the one you did last year for Kenner. Kenner was, you know, Kenner, but it was blue, uh-huh. like the, like the Kenner logo at the bottom of your card backs. Okay. So I don't know. I'll play with it. I might do a blue one, a peach peach one. I might do a Chewbacca one. It'd be easy to do. I guess just do like a theme. A It'll be fun. It'd be fun. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I know we got a week, week, two weeks left, but it's it's always one of my favorites. Yeah, it'll be fun. Good time. I got uh, two Max and three Chili so far that I know of. Really? Did Mandy sign up? Yeah, she's okay. Cool. She's the other Mac and one of the Chilies. Yeah, I yeah. told her. I said I want a meat Chili. If you're gonna do a Chili, I want like a all meat Chili, no beans. So that's what she looked for. Jeez. What? Very direct with your instructions i'm just like i told why her, don't I said, you make I... it yourself sir why don't you compete against her and make your own chili and she'll make hers and then you'll see who comes out on top maybe i should but I... she's already found recipes and stuff then you make it she did the hard work for you and she found it you make it and she makes <laughs> her own maybe but then we got to find out because we got god that's going to be such a busy weekend dude because we got the uh powder spring show saturday morning Mm-hmm. and then we've got the summer so we got the winter social and then there's the conjure show on sunday so yeah i don't know if i'll be able to go to the conjure show we'll see that's still up in the air but my goal is to have to be in a good place friday night where i can go to the powder spring show because i haven't gone since the summer i missed the fall one yeah i think it'd be a fun it, it even if all you're there for is a couple of hours or an hour yeah if i go it'd be like what does it start at nine or ten uh i think ten yeah, I'd be there from like 10 to 11, and then I'd go finish getting ready. Yeah. Put my makeup on. Do your nails. Do my nails. I mean, I could be putting on some sort of Star Wars makeup. I could be dressed as uh, the devil dude from the cantina. <laughs> as people come in, I'll just smile at them. like. Mm. <laughs> you should get your son to do that. They'd be like, what the hell? No, he doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, that was another, there was like one booth. I know I keep going back to this show, but there was one booth where this lady was sitting like in a corner. Like, I don't know how the hell she got back there, but like two tables came to a point and there was like two square feet of stuff where you could sit a chair. 
and she was sitting back there. And every time I went in that booth, she'd like move and I'd be like, what the hell? And I told her, I said, you're scary. Every time I come in here, you freak me out. She's like, yeah, everybody says that. Good times. Yeah. Scary people. I did order a, uh, a frame for my, my action fleet proof sheet that I got. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get that in a frame before the social. So I'll have that. I don't know where I'm going to put that, but it'll be on display now so people can see it. I don't have to worry about it being, you know, folded or creased any more than it already is. Mm -hmm. But I'll have that on display, so I'm excited about that. And then your uh, your painting went for like a hundred bucks, didn't it? Yep, the painting went to a holiday special collector, which is awesome. Nice, kind of an honor to be included in the display of the, all the holiday special stuff. So uh, after this, I'm going to take a shower and go to the post office and mail that out. Um, you still can't have do it on Sunday, can you? Yeah, they have an automated machine at the Woodstock one. Okay. So you just grab your box, you know, wrap it up and everything. I got some bubble wrap. And uh, I'll sell, send that out. I've got posters that I'm sending to the Pennsylvania crew because their winter socials the same night as ours. Right. So um, I'm going to do that. I, I'm going to try. I don't know if I've announced this yet, but we're going to try to do some sort of live link between the two. Um. Uh, socials uh i don't know if it's going to be like a communication thing it might be more of an ambiance thing like you know somewhere in in across the galaxy there's another star wars party going on and here <laughs> we are i think it'd be too difficult to have this whole setup where it's like hello mr de stefano how are you hello mr cable but yeah that's so difficult because unless you have like speakers and a good microphone you never hear each other yeah, plus I want Star Wars ambiance and and I, do I still have a playlist where I mix like holiday songs and cantina songs and stuff like that? But you know, I want music playing, and if you have music playing, it's tough to hear people on those. You mean you're um, gonna play jizz? I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Why? <laughs> All right. Without saying that word again, why do they call it that? Why? <laughs> like, the name had to have meant what it means in the 70s. Why not, like, I don't know, jockey? I don't know. Like, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, yeah. Dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But there was a TikTok of, of that yeah. I, shared with uh, you and jordan and it's basically this like fifth grade teacher that is showing people like music history or theater or something new movie history and she's playing star wars and then she goes i told a group of fifth graders what the music was that they play in the cantina band in the, the cantina of, yeah what space jazz sounds like <laughs> yeah space and, jazz is called and she just just leaves it at that I don't know what is that something that came up with the seven in the seventies or did it? No, that came up later. I mean, it was like the eighties when they had the West End games where they started to have to name creatures. Unless somebody did it on purpose, thinking I'm going to mess with people. No, it can't be that. But I don't know. I I don't want to get into it. And it's like I was at work, so I didn't want to (laughs) like look up the. the history of that term and where did it come from? And Jason, we have to talk. And uh, they started naming characters like Hammerhead has this Moanda, blah, blah, blah. 
and then they came up with the idea that calling a hammerhead calling that species a hammerhead is slaying which is just kind of like a fun little detail but see i don't under i guess i i never mind like the sand people don't want to be called they don't want to be called sand people anymore now it's tuscan raider and it's like you're hurting their feelings and i'm like it's in a fictional character but no that's how it is in the in the universe you can call them sand people or tuscan raiders it okay. doesn't doesn't matter here mm-hmm. but in the universe you don't call them sand people okay because it's a all right because it's a derogatory term for them in the universe same gotcha. thing with hammerhead okay or is it squid face i can't remember maybe it was squid face i, I dude That's i don't it. keep up with names anyway yeah. anyways where was i going with that and then uh yeah i still have what 30 life date cards i'll post this in the group because i think pretty much anybody except for the west coast should have gotten them by now yeah it was fun seeing people post that stuff that they've gotten them yeah i still have like i said 30 left don't need to keep them um and if we didn't get you it's just because we didn't have your address and we're trying to be surprising and maybe that was a flaw next year if we do this we're going to be like hey we're getting our life day cards we have we did 150 so if we get enough people we can do more this year or next year 2023 um because it seemed to be a positive thing and people seem to enjoy getting that in the mail and um you know if you want one let us know and we'll get you get i'll send one out to you i know i said that last week and i did get a couple people say hey i want one yeah um Dude, what did you think of uh, seeing Grogu and Mando in, in Galaxy's Edge? It's cool. It's, <laughs> I wish it was our side of the galaxy. I don't. East. Yeah. It don't matter because we wouldn't be going anyway. Or whatever. It'd yeah. be hard to get out there. Yeah. I, like You bring up Disney. I'm going to just start complaining again. So. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was fun to see, uh, like they had a video and it was Boba Fett, dad bod Boba. And then all of a sudden here comes Amanda and Grogu and you're just like, oh, yeah. You want to talk about sounding like Star Wars jazz music. Um. <laughs> I do it because it makes you uncomfortable. That's why I do it. It's fun to see you uncomfortable. I, I did see Len Testa talk about, uh, so Galaxy's Edge, Smuggler's Run goes down a lot. Right. And if you have lightning lane, if you buy your right to get on the ride, you'll have first priority over everyone else, which sounds great. Like you, you buy and when it's back up, you go back in. However, there's no motivation on Disney's side to fix the problem. Right. Cause they have a revenue stream and they don't have to reinvest money into this ride that they've already invested. What is it? $500 million into. Yeah. But anyways, that's enough Disney for a day. Yeah. You could be like Lintesta and just come up with positiveness of it. I'm positive the rest of the time. <laughs> I don't need to be positive about Disney. I don't know. Anyways. We're Anything 40 else? somethings talking about Disney. I think that's it. I, there's nothing. I mean, what Andor ends next week. Bad Batch starts sometime in January. First week. First week of January. And, uh, 
then Book of Boba Fett, and then this little show called Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small fun. show. It's Skeleton small Key, show. I'm looking forward to. If they're talking about it like a Goonies or a Stranger Things, that that's kind of appealing in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And and I think the more that everybody talks and the more people you know, the more it becomes more of a jump, not a jumbled mess, but everything is pointing towards the more and more people talk, the more and more I think people are realizing that it's all pointing towards a heir to the empire or massive merge of everything a la Marvel. I hesitate to say this, but a climax. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I would love to a, uh, a point. Yes, it's coming to an end point and to see all that Star Wars on the screen, I think would be amazing. Yeah. And speaking of positivity, go listen to uh, Force of Course, which is a good podcast with Ted and his family. He was talking about the Damon Lindelof being an episode, Damon Lindelof's movie that they're working on right now being an episode 10. And I haven't heard that before. I thought it was just a movie that takes place after Rise of Skywalker. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a funny story to tell you. I'll tell you this in a minute, but okay. I'm going to stay focused. Um, that's the first I've heard of that. I thought this was just a new like Rogue One style anthology movie that takes place afterwards, a whole new trilogy. I didn't think right. they were ready to dive into the Skywalker saga. I thought from Lucasfilm's point of view, mm-hmm. the Skywalker saga is over. I think it is. I from. My my understanding or what I heard about it is it might involve some of the people from episode nine, but it's kind of going on a new route. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. I'm not on board with an episode 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, or maybe that's what they call it because they don't know what else to call it instead of it being a, a totally new. Maybe they've learned with Solo and Rogue One that you still need to call it whatever episode, give it an episode number so people will think it's Star Wars. No, I don't. I don't want them to do that. No. But uh, my daughter was in D.C. this week on her senior class trip, and she was at Air and Space Museum. And she calls me. She FaceTimes me. I'm disappointed in myself. She goes, "What? What movie is this from?" And she shows me Poe Dameron's X-wing hanging in the Air and Space Museum, and it's the orange and white one. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason. I got it mixed with the Force Awakens, which is the blue and white one. He goes from blue and white, which blows up right at the start of the movie, to black and orange, to orange and white. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's Poe Dameron's from The Force Awakens. And one of the kids she's with is like, no, that's from Rise of Skywalker. And I go, oh, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's from you Rise got, of Skywalker. You got schooled. I probably would have got schooled too, man. I, I knew it, but... Mm-hmm. I guess I was kind of off guard, got caught off guard, and um, I needed a time, a moment for my brain to wake up uh, for to Star Wars mode because I was, you know, in the middle of editing a video. So, anyways, and she's yeah. calling me from DC. So initially, my and she's she's not hasn't called me at all. So initially, I'm like, is something wrong? Like I'm kind of in a panic mode, but maybe fight or flight. Yeah, um, yeah. Your brain has got to you've got to disconnect because yeah, you, you got to shift. Yeah, because yeah, you got to shift because you went from oh oh my daughter's calling me to be like oh no what's wrong you you know and you've got all this and then all of a sudden there's an X wing and you're like oh there's an X wing, so she calls me, Mm -hmm. 
and uh, they say, no, it's from Rise of Skywalker. They must have been looking at the placard. Uh, and they come over, and suddenly there's three boys in the frame, and they're like, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? I bet it's Empire. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it is Empire. And this one kid goes, mine's Revenge of the Sith. And I'm like, I can't fault you for that, man. It's it's definitely the best in the prequels. And some little punk goes, nah, it's Attack of the Clones. And I'm like, this conversation's over. <laughs> well, that's their, that's their Star Wars, man. You, you that is their them. Star Wars. But, I mean, I'd go Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones is my favorites, for, starting from one to three when it comes to the prequels. Or maybe they were just effing with you, dude. I think so. I think they know Attack of the Clones is a joke. Or maybe they think Attack of the Clones is a joke for our generation. They're just playing on that. Yeah. I think they were just messing with you. Because but... if the kid if the kid was smart enough to know that I'm old enough, that Empire would be my favorite. And that's like the stereotype for the older generation. Empire is their favorite. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're wise enough to know that Attack of the Clones is the one to troll the old people with. Yeah. But. Yeah, I didn't like my daughter using me for attention from three boys. <laughs> my daddy takeaway. knows all about Star Wars. That's the takeaway. Uh, but she had a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. I've never been to DC. I think it's kind of on my bucket list, but I don't know. I think Vegas is higher on my bucket list than DC. DC is, I would rather go to DC, and I've been to DC hundreds of times. Oh, okay. Um, honor flight, I would go there on honor flight. I would go there for, you know, my wife lived in Fredericksburg. So we'd go up there for the day. Aaron Space Museum is incredible. Now they've got an X-Wing hanging there. Mm-hmm. You've got your modern art. You've got your pop culture. Pop culture is another amazing one where they have Indiana Jones's jacket and all of the American history. Like, I'd definitely do that. Okay. Well, maybe so that's need- my, my natural history is an amazing museum. I guess if you're a museum guy, mm-hmm. go to DC. If you like the entertainment and shows, go to Vegas. There you go. Uh, so yeah. we've devolved into a travel podcast. Maybe it's time <laughs> to end it. And then we're trying to figure out if, if Empire is going to do the annual this year or not. So, What do you mean? I don't, I've heard rumors that they're not doing one. Yeah. They may skip a year. Which my wife all of a sudden is like, I want to go to New York. I'm like, let's go to the annual. And now she's like, yeah. yeah maybe I'll reach out to some contacts. Be like, what's going on? Because but... I got to figure out my year. I'm yeah, not going like... to celebration. You're not going to celebration. Oh, no. Anything going local. I'm kind of glad to take a year off celebration because it does eat up. It eats up a vacation. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward. I'm hoping it's one of those years, you know, I'm hoping the next one's in uh, Florida, but then again, it's like, maybe, oh, maybe it won't be. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they want to bounce back and forth. Uh, between I'd love Anaheim to put on and, an annual, our own. Yeah. And see if we get like Max from Jazzwares to come down and put on a panel or something different. Yeah. I mean, it's that's not different, but you know, like something modern instead of all vintage, one hundred percent vintage. Right. It'd be It'd fun. Be cool. It'd be fun. I mean, I think we can do something. It just we gotta start planning. If we want to do the it. The annual goes to Georgia. <laughs> to have, yeah. to have itself a time. 
Did I do that right? Did I do that right? Yeah, you did. Dome, dome, dome. That's pretty good for somebody who didn't grow up in Georgia or just moved here a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to wish everyone a Thanksgiving. Look forward to having my photo in a turkey costume on Thursday. I'll be cooking in that because I'm crazy. Yes. When do you do your buddy? Is that closer to Christmas? Yeah. I, that day hasn't been determined yet. <laughs> we usually do it. Oh, <laughs> I got to prepare for this one for multiple reasons, but we usually do it on the day that we go to my wife's in-law or my in-laws, my wife's families for uh-huh. to celebrate Christmas. But the kids last year had a cookie decorating contest. And they would just pile on the frosting. And then they'd be like, hey, Elf, here, I made you a cookie. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay. And I eat it because I'm in character. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, break the character and be a grumpy old man. And then another kid would be like, hey, hey, I made you this one. And, like, it became the thing to give the Elf a cookie. You could have just pulled a cookie monster. Well, I just started, like, taking one bite instead of eating the whole cookie. So, like, I ate a whole – essentially, I ate a whole cookie, but – in small bites of other cookies so <laughs> why do you want buddy to stop by your house no i was just curious that's the elf song maybe i need son to, of a uh... nutcracker <laughs> i was just gonna give you a uh yeah make you spaghetti no don't do that. <laughs> i I, lo- I have a sweet tooth it's a big problem um mm. but i don't know if i can eat spaghetti with maple syrup and and was it m&ms uh something crazy like that i just don't know if i could do that and that would hurt dude it hurt my my wife brought home a brownie from uh her thanksgiving and it was like a two by or like three by three, four by four it was a big brownie and i ate yeah. all of it and i regretted it the rest of the night shannon made um pumpkin spice whoopie pies uh-huh that's the thing right yeah yeah with the used, cream in the middle right yeah she used a vanilla maple frosting as the cream i had like five of those suckers one night and uh yeah that was a bad choice however it was divine it was incredible <laughs> oh i'm sure it was delicious going down but yeah about an hour later you're just like oh like there was people in her she she made it for work and she doubled the batch because she, she wasn't sure how much she was going to make so she's got like a whole second batch at home that i have to eat <laughs> yeah but she had people like walk into her classroom and just pick it up and look at it like she was disgusted with it and like trying to figure it out uh-huh. She looked at Shannon and she's like, I have to have another one. <laughs> she had the gym teacher stop her in the hallway the next day. And she's, they were like, I, I had four of those things. I couldn't stop. They're like that good. Like, like hostess quality, kind of like the kind of the, the, just the moist sponginess of it. It was just mm-hmm. incredible. She knocked that one out of the park. That's but. awesome. Yeah. My wife, we were like driving yesterday and she's like, do you want a red velvet cheesecake? I'm like, why? She goes, because I know you like red velvet and cheesecake. I'm like, I do not want that in my house because then I'm going to eat it all. And I oh. feel like, yes. Completely forgot. I got to talk about this. I got my Action Fleet flight controller, um, Darth oh, Vader yeah. sign off. So um, this took a while to get to me. And uh, he's, a, he's a 
someone in China who does this quite regularly and, and he's legit. So there's no worry about that. And it had a lot of, it's a sign off sample, but it had stapled to it and taped to it. Some instructions, like you need to change this, you need to change that. So I it opened, was an insane amount of instructions. Like, yeah, more than normal, which was right. the reason why I picked this up, but he opened it. And I think it was already open to be honest, uh, because it had a battery in it and you can't ship batteries from, you know, China to the States. So you had to do that. So I'm like, he's already got it open. So I'm going to open this up. And I look at it because one of the notes on it was like the, the ship looked too clean. Right. And so initially I thought maybe I had like the photo sample because it was so clean, but there is some dirt on it. They did airbrush some uh, black paint to make it look like it's it's rough. But I need to order a production version to see if they've increased the number of paint on it because or the amount of paint on it because it does look like it's very clean compared to some of the online photos that I have. Uh-huh. I went to chance and he didn't have one. So I need to find one, but you know, going from a to B, it did look like there was some more paint on it. And then there was um, the buttons on the back of the flight control that look different than production. So That's I don't cool. know if, if this is a running change and unfortunately people don't look into this like they do with the vintage figure. So information is sparse for this stuff, but, it did look like the buttons on what I have are more flat, like uh, like the uh, an eraser, pencil eraser. Yeah. And uh, the ones on production are more dome-shaped, as if they've decided to make it easier to slide from one to the other. Um, so I need to compare the flight controllers to see if, you know, I, a, I have something different. And then... Is it a pre-production to the point where it's like packaged and this is what it's going to look like? You need to change these things because there was a lot of instructions there to change. But I don't know if I don't know how it worked. Did they make all these changes and just attach it to the production so that this is kind of different than the actual sample that they're asking changes to? You know what I mean? Right. Change this, but we don't want to give up this vehicle itself because we're still working on it. So slap it on this piece and send it back so they can make changes. I don't know. Dude, it's a cool piece. I, and just to have it a little bit different than the production is, is even better. I think it is. I need to get a production version to uh, really compare and, and contrast and see. Cause like I said, there is some paint there, but it did look like it's not as defined as the production version. So. And you're even also, that, sorry. No. You're comparing pictures. You haven't seen one one to one yet. I'm comparing, yeah, my my actual version to pictures online. Right. And I want to compare an actual production to what I have. Right. In, and it's in the, person. And it's the micro version one. It's not the because I saw some slides on one of the like, like deal or no deal, but I think they were full size, right? This is action fleet, not micro machines. Right. Both but I I saw some slides on deal or no deal that still had the handle on it, but I don't know if they, what size the ships were. I don't know if it was a micro fleet or a big one. It is a big one. It's the big one. It's the big one. Action fleet. Yeah. Not a micro machine. Yeah. Both Galoob. Yes. But they're two different toy lines by the same people. So yeah. And we'll see If, if the handle is different then I might, untie the whole thing and pull it out because there might be more differences and i wanted to see if you know where this is and i don't know 
Right. So you hadn't even pulled it out all the way. No, I pulled inside is like a cardboard frame that is twist tied to everything. Mm -hmm. So I was just looking in between the the cardboard to see what what's going on here. Have you looked on eBay yet? Or... Yeah, I'll get they to it eventually. Look. I'm still I'm working on Thanksgiving and the social. Like <laughs> I I don't got time for this. You got to get through this year, man. You got a month yeah. and a half left. That's what's crazy. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right. I guess we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should. Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave. A, oh, and I just want to say thank you. Like, seriously, thank you for listening to the Smuggler's yeah. Galaxy podcast. Even though it's part of the script, I just wanted to uh, express the, the gratitude to uh, listen to us every week and, and make us part of your routine and driving into work. I truly appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, and and I just, I, I love going to shows and you you do run into a couple of people that are always like, man, I love your podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. If you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to pod listens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off script. Uh, it really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love to, like, how much longer is that going to last? We love <laughs> feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. You can find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook or Rock the Force podcast on uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that fun stuff. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the Smugglers Galaxy music. Hasbro, re-release VC66, hashtag vote with your wallet, pass on what you've learned, be a positive force in the collecting community. Have a great Thanksgiving. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. We want it, Ben.